You're listening to the Bored to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast. I am Jay, being joined by... Chris. Sam. And we are back for WandaVision, Episode 7. Uh, but this is an odd twist for us today, because <laughs> normally I'm the one who's like not around... But this time... It's Zeke. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke isn't here, because um, he has he had work. And, well, if you listen to my little solo cast for uh, Willy's Wonderland, you know there was a bit of a COVID scare. They're still, you know, just isolating for another couple days. Uh, but, fortunately, everybody tested negative. So, they'll be, ba- they'll be back with us soon. They'll be back for next week. Uh, so, last week, we got uh, our Malcolm in the Middle pastiche yeah the halloween spooktacular <clears throat> where we finally got to see vision and wanda dress up as the 1970s version of their characters well uh, you know the sort of made it at home version of their costumes oh, oh, <laughs> oh vision's not hers though yeah, yeah that's true um and we saw some things going on in westview like the farther you get away from Wanda, the less agency people have. Which kind of makes sense if you remember on uh, the previous episode. I think it was the pre- Yeah. On, uh, you know, the previous episode to that, when Vision had, was accusing her of uh, controlling every everything, she said she couldn't possibly control, every, make every, control everyone in Westview. And we got proof. Uh, you know, we saw well, not fully. Yeah, we saw the people. You know, somewhat farther away from her, just l- going through repetitive motions and unable to stop themselves. And then the farther you get away from that, they just can't move at all. Yeah, and it was like the one person that we that managed to get pretty far uh, away was Agnes. Was Agnes, and it's not the character that I think we were expecting to see. Like, I was expecting to just see, like, random Joe Blow just sitting there in his car, chilling. But it was Agnes, who... I wonder if she was actively trying to leave. Well, there's a lot going on with Agnes we don't entirely understand. We there's know no for... no last name. Yeah. Um, we, we still don't know for a fact that she is... Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness, which is the going theory. I think she's related to Captain Jack. It's only a matter of time before somebody, <laughs> somebody makes that uh, makes that uh, become you know their head cannon. But uh, but the theory I have is I think she is trying to figure out how Wanda's powers work with regards to bringing the dead back to life. Well, I Pietro, think she's Pietro. I can kind of understand because he was alive. Mm-hmm. But Vision's a machine. Oh, here's another problem. With I, I really wish they would stop putting... Oh, you, you've looked at one or two articles about uh, WandaVision? Here in the title, we're saying there's a spoiler about one of the characters. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thanks. I wouldn't have known that if you didn't just put it in my face. Yeah. Because uh, I don't go scouring we the, get the that you, early we get that figures. We get that your clickbait is how you try to draw... Draw views to your site, but that's a dick move. Putting a spoiler 
in the title of your See, that's what that's why when I see stuff like that, I'm like, no! Yeah. And I just scroll, scroll like as far past. Scroll away. Scroll away fast. <laughs> you don't notice until you read the part that makes it a spoiler. Yeah. Um, I just don't click on anything related to WandaVision until that's after I've watched the, the episode. Google's recommended crap. That's why you stay off Google until you watch the episode. Except for it auto-pushes to my goddamn phone. Uh, that's where you got to turn off those push notifications. Um, but Most of the time it's stuff for like Animal Crossing and other video games. Yep. And uh, we're being joined by the Peanut Gallery, who will most likely still uh, remain quiet unless uh, she has something to add. But... Um, so, but yeah, I think, I think Agnes is... Uh, trying to figure out how Wanda is bringing the dead back to life. You saw that with um, with the dog. You know when uh, the boys uh, asked her, you know, to bring bring the bring Sparky back. Uh, you, you can know, bring the dead back to life, right? And Agnes was like, "You can do that." Now, I personally think she does know that Wanda can, but still doesn't quite get how. And she's trying to get. She may be trying to push Wanda into some sort of circumstance where she will reveal that. Um, Which is why she was the one that found the dog. Mm-hmm. May have been, even been the one to kill the dog. We only have her say so that the dog ate you know, her azaleas or whatever. And Come here, boy. <laughs> or just snapped its neck, you know? Um, and other stuff uh, last episode... I thought she was Agatha Harkness, not Heartless. She bit. could be that too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just because her name, her name, last name may be Harkness, doesn't mean that she is also heartless. Um, but yeah, so and then we had. Well, they keep playing fast and loose with what powers everybody is, is, exhibits in in sitcom land. Yeah, you know, Wanda's powers being way more powerful than anything we've seen previously with her. Being able to casually warp reality as opposed to just, you know, some uh, like when she sends out the the um, the barrier field when she push when she pushed the hex out. Yeah, I want to see what Darcy looks like now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one person they didn't show. I know. So I'm wondering what changes is she going to have, and like, how is she going to react? Like, is her personality going to stay the same, or is she going to be in like a in universe, like in the dome universe character, I would think she'd be an in dome universe, like everyone. Or is she going to be swept up into the circus somehow? Because that's oh, where yes, she was. The circus is in town now. Because <laughs> she could be going to visit the circus. There you go. Um, and you know, and the boys, you know, the Wanda twins. Uh, so we're not talking about the uh, Amazon Prime series. Uh, um, but. You know, in the previous episode, we saw them just casually making themselves older uh, because they were told you can't have a puppy because you're too young, and so they just they were like, right, okay, cool. we're ten, we're ten now, <laughs> um, and now they are exhibiting this, the powers that they have as Speed and Wiccan. You know, where uh, Wiccan has powers more like Wanda had uh, in MCU, not sitcom land. Yeah, and Speed, of course. Inherited the same speed that Quicksilver has. Super speed. Yep. And, yeah, and at the end of the episode when Vision tried to walk through the barrier of the Hex, started literally falling, falling apart. apart. <laughs> uh, so that, that's making me wonder, like, let's say 
Wanda eventually does drop the barrier, does that mean that Vision is going to officially stay dead now? Or are they going to find some like way to we don't, keep we, him around? We don't even know how the hex works. We don't know what caught, what made it. Uh, well, she can affect it, though. She can affect it, but I don't think she is the one that made it. Because um, we saw that also with Pietro last episode. He was asking her... How this he was asking her a lot of questions. Yeah, he was, uh, and I think part of that is because it's another avenue of the of whatever or whoever is making the hex is trying to get her, you know, trying to understand what her powers are exactly in the in in this in the context of of the sitcom land, um, and just basically put somebody in there with. A few things about Piet- from Pietro's past that possibly could have been picked up anywhere. We don't know necessarily because he didn't really give any straight answers about any of their uh, about any of the questions that she asked him. Like, why do you look different? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I all I know is I got shot in the street like some like some nobody, and the next thing I know, I hear you calling me, and. Uh, she, you know, she asks him what happened to your accent. He just fires back, "What happened to yours?" You know, that's a very good question. I've been wondering that since the first episode. I was like, "Where's your accent?" Her accent disappeared before that too. Well, um, the movie she didn't. She had her accent in Age of Ultron, and that was it. No, she also. I think she also had it in Civil War, and she had it in Endgame. She's like, "You took everything from me," and you know, she did. The accent was there in in her voice in Endgame. Um, but we also saw when she walked out of the hex to confront Sword and threw that, chucked the drone, the drone at them, she, her accent was back. So it's not, I don't know if it's a case of she can consciously turn it on and off or if it's the hex affecting her in the same, in the same way. Um, everybody at the Sword base Except for Hayward and the people in his in his SUV got swept up by the hex, and uh, uh, Monica and Jimmy Woo managed to escape. But we don't know anything. We, of course, Darcy ended up getting swept up by the hex. As well, well, that's because she was handcuffed to a jeep. Yep. So, oh yeah, that's the other thing. What's gonna? What, what do we think the handcuffs are gonna look like oh, now? <laughs> I already said like jaw bracelets. <laughs> there you go. Um, I was. I was. That thinking, was a very nineties thing. Well, so were the slap ones. Slap bracelets. Yeah, but except we're gonna if we're gonna be updating the setting again, those won't be. You know, slap bracelets will be out of style. Yeah, but if we remember, the nineties did kind of like slip into the early two thousands. No, slap bracelets were out before two thousands. They were. Um, they were. Jaw bracelets were the. Through. Um, yeah, slap bracelets were stopped being a thing while I was still in while I was still in high school. These are so, dangerous because <laughs> mm-hmm. they got that metal thing in there. In there, and you know the edge on those things could hurt somebody. Especially when you're putting them around your wrist, you're literally could be if the, if the fabric you know comes, yeah. comes off. Um, and another thing about the hex is that it's rewriting people's DNA. It also rewrites physical objects too, because. Um, the guy who turned into the beekeeper, the uh, the the line that was using mm-hmm. that he turned was using, into a jump rope. <laughs> yeah, one of those like old school like beaded beaded 
with the long rocks. plastic. Things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mon- uh, Darcy tried to warn Monica about going back in because she's already gone through the hex twice, and, and it's rewritten. And it's her rewritten DNA. her DNA on a molecular level. So that's you know that's somewhat that, man. disturbing. <laughs> Right. Molecular level. Yeah. Let's go find that man. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what he's probably up to at this at this point. But um, and we've all been, you know, you speculated last week that with the rewriting the DNA thing, is this how mutants get introduced to the MCU? It's well, like a, it's looked, almost like a reverse House of M. Yeah. I also remembered something to do with a uh, Monica. That's her name, right? The, yeah. the black, the black chick. Yes, she uh, she does become Miss Marvel at some point, well, or Captain go. Marvel of some sort. Um, so, this episode, episode seven, is titled "Breaking the Fourth Wall." Uh, says Monica plots her return. Wanda navigates unsettling complications, and Vision forms a new alliance. It's a lot of stuff for thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from the thumbnail. I'm guessing this this is uh, gonna be something like a modern family pastiche, because she from the thumbnail we see Wanda looks like addressing the camera directly, like she sat on the, sat on the couch, kind of like uh, they do in Modern Family at times. I don't know. Was Modern Family part of the 2000s? I thought it was past 2020, 2010s. Um, I didn't could watch be, it. It could be. Um, it's in syndication right now. I know that much. Bernie Mac. Burning back to the same thing. Mm-hmm. Modern Family, two thousand nine. Wow, barely. I mean, they are up. Burning back was before that, though. Yeah, but I, th- I think that sort of style of sitcom started becoming more of a thing in the noughties. It was, you know, there was um, Modern Family. There was also The Office. Does did that a lot. Um, well, it all depends on if it's like handheld or. But if it's still sitcom and then it cuts away... It's not like uh, the addressing the camera thing like with Malcolm in the Middle where it's like the characters are in scene talking to the camera and it's only like that ca- that character that's doing it. Um, like we saw with the twins last episode. Um, in, in Office, Modern Family, Parks and Rec, it's treated like at some point after the scene took place, they uh, sat down to like talk with... The, pe- the people behind the camera. So well, that's of. why I said Bernie Mac. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know uh, what sitcom necessarily brought that in as a thing, but it's be- I've seen it in a lot of other sitcoms besides that. So, uh, but at any rate, I think that will wrap up this little intro. So we'll see you after the binge. While the binge is happening, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a like and subscribe and spread the word. You can reach us on social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio podcast family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC radio on Patreon. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. So, we got some answers. Well, we knew the Agatha thing was 
spot on. Yes, uh, we did get confirmation. And she did kill Sparky. Yes. <laughs> so the big twist that came that came in at the end of the episode. We'll go ahead and start talking about this now. It is that Agnes is indeed Agatha Harkness. <laughs> Everybody's been been saying it, and we got confirmation because she finally. We also got some other stuff that kind of gave it away the whole time that she broke character a lot. Mm-hmm. She was always there too, and she was also the furthest one away from everyone else not moving, so she could move on her own. Nobody else would have been able to drive even that close if she was under the control of Wanda. So the real question is, can she leave anytime she wants? I'm, seems, I'm guessing she can. It see, since it seems like she's probably more powerful than Wanda. Well, well we considering were, that what we saw from what we saw. At the very end, when uh, Agatha revealed herself, we got flashback opening credits sequence. And uh, Sam, you said it was the style of uh, the monsters. It sounded like the the music. Yeah, very much. You know, it was called Agatha all along, and we saw flashbacks to her literally using her magic to manipulate things during uh, the talent show, so that Wanda and Vision's talent uh, talent show performance wouldn't. Uh, get screwed up, like magicking the uh, the piano into being just a cardboard cutout thing. Uh, she was the one who was who had basically magic Pietro, or not Pietro, rather, into, uh, into Westview. Well, I mean, she did some magic to the person that was standing there. Yeah. So I'm not sure if she just gave him that look, or the memories. Well, based on the, based on the stinger, I think she... Uh, I think that is actually, you know, uh, Evan Peters, you know, uh, who, who he, he is exactly, we don't know, but, she, but it was Agatha, uh, magicking him to behave like Pietro or like Pietro for the purposes of sitcom land. Yeah. Um, I had a, I, I had to read up on something here, um, cause the commercial confused me. The, the Nexus uh, yeah, commercial? Yeah, it, 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 it confused me because I was trying to figure... Because I know everything's supposed to tie into Wanda. Right. Somehow. Some stuff that's going on in her... In her head. In her head. to do with... Well, remember I last guess. episode, the Yo Magic uh, commercial? Yeah. I'm wondering if Agatha is somehow trying to siphon away uh, Wanda's powers in some, in some way? Could be. Th- it, that's it, where the whole Yo Magic... You know, it's like once I snack on your magic, I you know never look back or something. Or I forget exactly what the how it went, but then it's like the kid, the kid's like trying to open, like trying to open it and can't, and then just withers away to a skeleton. It's like it's implying that without the magic, uh, so in other words, she's being drained slowly, possibly, or maybe that was more in reference to Vision. Without the magic keeping him alive, the magic of the hex keeping him alive. Although we still don't really know exactly what's going on with the Hex. Whether Agatha is the one actually controlling it or not. Um, but this is what I, I read because uh, I had to look up what was going on with the uh, the commercial. Because like I said, I was just confused by it. But it says the Nexus, com- the Nexus pharmaceutical ad ties to the Marvel Comics. Yeah. Nexus beings are individual entities unique to all multiverse... And can affect probability and thus the future, thereby altering the flow of the universal time stream. Wanda Maximoff is a nexus being in the comics. Yeah, the commercial in this one was like... Uh, what, an, what anti, 
Present, presented like an antidepressant drug commercial. Oh, God. And it got real dark real fast. Uh, this well, may cause more depression. <laughs> well, sorry, this may, may cause feelings of uh, feelings of destiny, you know, and, and all sorts of like... And the tagline was, because the universe doesn't revolve around you. Or does it? <laughs> I, um, think that was, I think that was uh, Agatha essentially talking to one yeah. of like... Like, you're not that special. <laughs> um, and the other commercials, I, well, yeah, they all tie into Wanda's state of mind or, you know, things in her head. Or, you, you know, stuff like, uh, the what was it, the references to Hydra, of course, because... Hydra, because, well, she was trained, she was uh, given her, her powers by Hydra's experiments. Stark? Stark, uh, because a Stark missile is what killed her parents. Um, yeah, so, and then there was the Lagos, uh, brand, uh, paper towels. It was like, uh, cleaning up messes, uh, that you did, that you didn't mean to make or something like that. Uh, you know, and Lagos was where, uh, she accidentally blew up the building at the beginning of, uh, Civil War, which ended up leading to the whole registration act. The Sokovia Accords, rather. Yeah. Um, but there were... Okay, so, but uh, in, back to the main story. Uh, seeing the circus in town... Yes, the circus was still in town. Uh, Darcy had been cast as an escape artist. Because when we <laughs> Literally all chained up there next to a... Next to a like an old tiny car. From what looked like it was supposed to be like... God, I want to say it was like a 1940s era looking vehicle. Like a Model T almost looking kind of thing. Yeah, the kind where it has the little thing in the front that you got to wind up. But then that sort of ties into the whole circus vibe because they, they like to trot out those sorts of old looking vehicles. As oh, yeah. Like a, like a sideshow kind of thing. It also coincides with her powers or lack of control going haywire. Mm-hmm. Because this episode was... Uh, very modern family feel to it with the, uh, like I, like I said in the intro, you know, you know, addressing the camera sort of thing and everything. And Wanda, after what happened the previous day, i.e. during the Halloween special, uh, she basically is like, I need a, I need a little me time. I need a quarantine style staycation, which which everybody needs. <laughs> everybody has basically been doing for the last year. <laughs> Your work allows it. Yeah. Um, but things are starting to glitch in the he- in the hex, at least in her house. It, like She takes a uh, thing of almond milk out of the fridge, sets it on the counter. And it and, starts glitching. And it glitches and becomes just ordinary milk. And then it becomes a glass bottle of milk from like the 1950s. <laughs> From the first episode. Mm-hmm. And throughout the episode, like, decorations in the living room keep uh, reverting back to what they've been previously. The whole house starts starts freaking the out. The whole gaming console thing. But yeah, then there was a gaming console. There was a flashback with the twins. Mom, can... our gaming console is freaking out. And then you see it goes from... Uh, like, well, second, like a Sega Genesis sort of thing. I, to like a, I thought it was like... Controllers, and then it was... It went 64 GameCube, and then it went... Ret- um, like retro Atari. joystick yeah. Atari. That, those were from the Atari yeah a retro went, Atari went joystick and then Uno <laughs> just Uno cards yeah. where, they, where they were looking at them like 
the hell are these? <laughs> you mean you have to use your hands? There was a little problem with the GameCube controller. We didn't have wires, and they only—I I swear originally they only had one wireless controller, which was a Silver Wavebird, and it didn't have the big. I'm, I'm wondering if they weren't able to find like original GameCube controllers. No, that's impossible. Unless all the Smash nerds bought them up. At any rate, um, and Vision basically wakes up in the field where he'd uh, where he'd fallen. Uh, before the hex took him back, sounds like a drunken binge to me. <laughs> yep. Uh, but when he and he's mistaken he's for a clown by one, he's of like, the "Oh, good, you've already got your makeup on." <laughs> I really like he's the talking to Darcy. He's like, "You know, you <laughs> don't remember me from last night? We, we locked eyes. We had a connection." She's like, "No way, pal." <laughs> But he then does his little... Uh, and it's usual Cat Denning style, too. He, do, he does the magic hand thing to her and uh, managed Whoa, to... Whoa, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, use the magic hand thing. <laughs> um, and brought her out of uh, Wanda's control, or at least the Hex's control. Yeah. And off screen, she apparently filled him in on everything concerning himself and Wanda. So we also got to think of, that's a lot. That was like the edge of the Hex. So if it's within radius of Wanda, or if she knows where he is and just keeps stuff going kind of around his radius, she did, still didn't know where he was. She just expanded that. <laughs> Unless hex. everything that uh, Vision saw in the Halloween during Halloween was literally just Agatha uh, messing with stuff to lure Vision further away. Pr- Possibly to provoke Wanda into expanding the hex. Now, the thing is, is Wanda losing control because she expanded the hex and has the barrier on the hex? Is or she losing control because she there's now too much for her to sort of keep track of? Possibly. That could possibly be it. Um, but it was the fact that like the circus being as far away from town as what it was and therefore being pretty far away from where Wanda is. Mm-hmm. They were they they were all pretty in character. Yep. Uh so I'm wondering if she was somehow like knowing to control that What's group. around his radius. Yeah. It's possible. Um they met when they escaped from the circus in a and just like a box truck sort of It was it, it looked like a I it, think it like, was like all like Agatha this, doing that. I was, because all the stuff stopping the truck yeah, they were tr- basically trying to get out of town, and they come up. Uh, they come across a stoplight in the middle of nowhere. It was an intersection, and, and the light went to turn green. They tried crossing, and then like a road construction crew showed up to work on the light. The utility crew, yeah. Yeah, they walk. They get done. She's like, "All right, finally." And then, like, right as she's about to start crossing, the crossing school, guard shows. Yeah, up. school crossing guard shows up, and there's no school in sight. And. And Darcy's just like, really? <laughs> and then Vision's like, I'm out. And then just fly, phases his way through the roof and flies off. She's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll see you there. Um, but while I, while uh, Wanda's having her little uh, staycation, Agnes turns up. Because at, t- at the time, she was still Agnes to us. She hadn't yet uh, revealed herself. Offers to take the, take the twins off of Wanda's hands to, so that Wanda can have her oh. me time. Yep, and stuff seemed pretty suspicious as... I like when, what was his name, Wiccan? 
Yeah. Right. He goes, I like it here. It's quiet. Because earlier he'd You're been... quiet. Well, earlier Wiccan had been talking about how he hears like a whole lot of noise in his head because he's got powers similar to Wanda's, you know, with the tel- telepathy. You know what that reminds me of? What? Superman or Daredevil? You should know this. What? <laughs> what is it? Just say it, man. From <laughs> X-Men and all the X-Men movies. Oh, Gene Grey. There you go. Uh, so, uh, but Gene always had that immense problem with always blocking out everybody. everybody. Yeah, but I'm automatically thinking of Daredevil because of his hearing. Yeah. Because I remember in the... But it's mental. So yeah. Wiccan was de- w- demonstrated in the last episode that he has powers similar to Wanda- to Wanda's with the telepathy and the telekinetics. Because we saw him when he stopped speed from running around. It was like, like a, a blue glow. Uh, I saw the blue glow. Um... But yeah, when uh, Agnes takes them next door, uh, you know, Wiccan's just sort of petting uh, the little pet rabbit, and I swear that's her familiar. That's got to be her familiar. <laughs> it is. That's because well, we her, saw her, her, her stroking her, it uh, at the end there. That's that's her Salem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were really bad with innuendos and puns. The finger thing, stroking it. It's like everything you could literally <laughs> take a clip show of what you've said today <laughs> to make it the dirtiest thing ever. <sighs> unnecessary censorship. <laughs> um, That's just out of context. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wiccan then is just like, it's, yeah, as you as you said, Sam, he's like, it's quiet here. And then he looks at Agnes and is like, you're quiet. On the inside. And, and that, that, that's the big tip-off of everyone else there, he's hearing what they really want to be saying, what they're really wanting to be doing, that they're trapped. He's hearing their inner voices. Their but, thoughts. But in the in her case, she probably either has a block that she can do because she's magic, or she knows to play a character in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even Agnes seemed a little thrown off by all of that. Um, I guess she wasn't expecting him to say it, but does she know that he has powers? I have to assume that she she is aware, but like with. I mean, uh, yeah, maybe with as with Wanda, it's like uh, she is not just doesn't have like control over them the way that she does over anything else that she does. Uh, <clears throat> but meanwhile, uh, outside the hex, Hayward is ready to launch. We don't know what exactly that that means, but it don't sound good. And then, uh, then they also tried sending we, up the. Uh, we just misheard him. He's ready for lunch. Yeah, it was a long night. It was a long night. Then, <clears throat> but then we got to see the uh, the uh, person who was supposed to be helping Monica get back in. It was just nobody in nobody particular. Random military person number one thousand something something. Good, goodner. I think she. Uh, yeah, I, she I didn't recognize the name. Neither did I. Uh, but what she brought, uh, Monica was essentially a was essentially a lunar rover, the one from the goddamn Martian. <laughs> yeah, did look a lot like the one from the Martian. They had it laying around the set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's at true. That point, at, that point, at that point, we're just waiting for Matt Damon to show up with the exact same spacesuit on. 
Bags of blue like, to use as fertilizer. I did, I did sort of, I did joke that, you know, having having his Asgardian character from uh, Thor Ragnarok turn but up. But he's still dressed as Loki, though. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, dressed up, he is Loki. No, he just plays Loki in the stage play. Um, but basically what, because it was like armored or whatever, the, uh, Monica's intent was to literally suit up in like a space suit and everything. Complete, complete with the Snoopy cap. That that is what what astronauts call that call that thing they put over their put over their hair when they put those helmets oh, on. They they actually call it a Snoopy cap because uh, it's usually black and white and looks like Snoopy's ears. Oh, also uh, knew what was coming up, knowing that she has powers. Well, and we got confirmation of that. But when because when she tries to drive the rover into the hex, the red barrier on it resists it and it just uh and she just sort of keeps gunning the the motor on it uh to the point to the point to where it like flips over on it flips vertical and (laughs) starts riding up the hex (laughs) hey in that case she would have just sunk it and just landed straight in the middle um well until up until the point where the hex yeeted it back out but uh (laughs) well it was (laughs) and it was but the thing did start uh rewriting the, the rover. It, wrote, it rewrote like the front half of it and it, it ended up looking like a farmer's pickup truck. It was like, no, I'm half. done with this shit. <laughs> well, and, and Monica it, uh, had, was scrambling to get out of there when she popped the hatch, as you pointed out, Sam. She didn't just pop the hatch, she launched the hatch. She like she like hit it with her with her hand and it just popped off completely. Um, so she then, she then she like gets out and she's like, I can get back in, and then charges right in. She's like, "I can do this." Now like, it took her; it took a lot of effort because the thing is literally resisting her as she's going through the the barrier. Yeah, and the entire time I'm like, "Is this what an acid trip looks like?" And, and then she gets <laughs> in the barrier, and then I was like, "No, this is what an acid trip looks like." Yeah, because um, well, while she's going through it, there's it's like it was trying to rewrite her, or it was like sifting through her past and everything, because we saw a bunch of like. And heard a bunch of lines that sounded like they were being ripped. Some of them might have been ripped out of uh, Captain Marvel. Some of them were clearly things that happened in her life after Captain Marvel. But when she finally emerged on the other side, you know, when she got that like heroic willpower and pushed through the rest of the way, her eyes had changed colors and were like blue. blue. And when she's looking around, it's like all like she can see like energy. Oh. Uh, Wavelengths and everything. Uh, Monica's actual powers. Okay. Revolve around manipulating energy and converting her body into light particles. Photon, right? She can also fly. Photon, right? I'm guessing. Uh, Um, She can also blast uh, fire blasts of energy. So similar to... Similar to Captain Marvel with a few differences. That's what she was seeing. She was actually seeing... The energy. Electricity. Yeah. Um... And she then runs to to Wanda's house, and Wanda immediately immediately turns hostile, tries to use her powers to and uses her powers and pushes her out the door. Uh, okay, uh, Sam just showed me a picture, uh, but then it's but then it's like if if her powers here work like they do there, like you described, Sam, that may explain what we saw saw when she like. Uh, broke out of Wanda's powers and landed on the ground. 
may just superhero have been her, landing. Yeah, doing the superhero landing. She may have just sort of She's absorbed. She's just seen Deadpool. She's fine. She knows what's going on. <laughs> Uh, and then just sort of absorb the energy uh, to make the superhero landing without hurting herself. But she started to re- break through to Wanda. You know, she was starting to actually, you know, uh, she was trying to talk her down, like explaining that, you know, she's not worth Hayward. Hayward is, go- and trying to warn her that Hayward is planning to burn Westview to the ground to get what he wants. Uh, but then before she could get. Uh, get Wanda to completely uh, accept that Agnes showed up and immediately uh, turned Wanda against her and then just led her led her away and that's when we got the got, that led up to the big reveal as uh, she goes into the house and Wanda s- sat there while Agnes goes to Brew up some tea, and she's looking around, and she's like, "She sees the sandwiches." She that there's yo the there's Gabba the Gabba is on yo yo Gabba Gabba is on the TV. Oh so, wait, that was an actual show that was yes. on. Yes, yes. Oh, see, I never saw what, that show. Yeah, I know it, it's really I weird when you see a walking, talking saying. dildo it was on the <laughs> for for the children. For the children, <laughs> not for the children. Good God, man. Um, but yeah, she's, she's noticing the, you know, Gabba Gabba on the TV, the half eaten sandwiches on the, uh, on the coffee table. Half eaten, my ass. It was look like the first, like the first they bite was the still there the fr- and the, cr- yeah. And the crust was still sitting there. Like a lot of, a lot kids, of kids eat sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was, she has a lot of different names too, by the way. Uh, what Monica? Captain Marvel, like I mentioned before, Photon, Pulsar, and Spectrum. Well, well, I don't think she'll be Captain Marvel. Well, they don't really do do the hero name thing per se with everybody in uh, I mean, he in the comic about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, what's her hero name? Wanda Maximoff. She doesn't have a, She doesn't have a name. It's like in, the, in Vision's case, Scarlet Witch. That is his name. Well, yeah. Scarlet Witch <laughs> is what she is in the standard uh, Marvel universe. But uh, when Wanda then Wanda's like, where are the, where are the twins? And she's. And Agnes is like, oh, they must be playing downstairs in the basement. Creepy. <laughs> and yeah, by this point, I don't know, know why. For she's reason. she's she's looked at she looks at the at the rabbit in its cage, and she, we see like a Cic- giant ass f- like fly or a cicada. cicada crawling on the crawling on the curtain. And as she starts going downstairs, I'm like, so we just went from Modern Family to American Horror Story. Which I was like, which season? <laughs> and then I saw the tendrils and stuff, I'm like, no. This is more like Stranger Things. Thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, so we're going back to the 80s? <laughs> well, and then as Wanda goes downstairs, she sees, like, the stuff all over, growing on the walls, and she finds this, like, stone book. The, she finds, yeah, she finds Agnes's special little sex dungeon, sorry, uh, magical chamber or whatever, with her grimoire, you know, sitting there on the on the thing. And there's, I, I don't know why, but like when Wanda was saying, was asking her, uh, where are my children at? And she says, they're, they're playing, they must be playing in the basement. Well, I was like, why am I thinking Hansel and Gretel here? Oh, uh, well, because Ag- cause Agatha Harkness is a witch. Well, besides that. Yes. <laughs> um, but then, you know, as... Uh, as Wanda's looking around at all this, Agnes walks in. She's got her brooch on. She's a little stroke. She's petting her little her rabbit Funny. familiar, and uh, she says, uh, "So nice to find to finally finally meet you proper, properly." I'm Agatha Harkness, 
and then she does her her own little wiggly woo uh, thing with her with her fingers, and like some purple energy just sort of zaps Wanda in the temples, and that's when we got the little monster style Agatha all along uh, sequence. Where, it's her, where we see how she had been manip- manipulating everything from... Basically, like, when nobody was focusing on her and was just strictly focusing on Vision and Wanda, she was doing stuff, you know, out of sight. Yes. Mani- and manipulating things so that the sitcom stuff didn't fall apart completely. Or at least kept to the plot. And, and she got their little dog, too. Yeah, and I killed the killed the dog, <laughs> and before doing an evil cackle, and I'm just like, and your little dog too. <laughs> this just it brings up more questions. But... I mean, it, it kind of like was like a semi giveaway as to who she was in the, the previous episode because she was dressed as a witch, and I don't know if that was the comic book version or not. It would surprise me. If she it doesn't. Was. I don't think she wears like a pointy hat or or anything. No. In the comics. But, it, but, but I think it was just a little nudge, nudge, wink, wink. I can wear this I'll wear this today and get away with it. Nobody will bat an eye. Uh, At least she didn't have the giant wart on her nose. <laughs> I'm, again, I don't think Agatha Harkness has that in the comics either. But, um... So we know Agatha is essentially the villain going on here. But I, <clears throat> I don't think she's the one who created the Hex still. Sure, her magic is manipulating a lot of things within it, but I don't know. But if her if her magic is strong enough that it can uh, affect Wanda to that degree, it's like how do you stop her? Answer: You get a Sorcerer Supreme involved. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm starting to see how this is going to eventually lead up to multiverse and, of madness. Yeah. Especially with all the manipulations that uh, Agatha's been doing to Wanda's brain. So I'm honestly wondering because again, this oh, is that, going, go ahead. This is going back to Multiverse of Madness because I know again Nightmare is the main villain. So I'm wondering if he's manipulating this, or if he somehow has some awareness of what's going on here. So um, maybe not necessarily the one directly involved because when it comes to the movies. Especially if they go for a theatrical release, not everybody is who goes to see who goes to see it in the theaters will have necessarily watched WandaVision. Nope. So a lot of people are going to be really, really confused. Like one of my coworkers started watching WandaVision, has not seen any of the other movies at all. So he doesn't know who Wanda is. He doesn't know who Vision is. So I had to sit there and essentially explain it, like spit fire it, because we were at work. Um, at that point, it's just sort of like, let me give you your homework assignment. You've got I, ten years worth of movies. No, to I told him, on. I was like, all right, look, just watch this movie, this movie, this movie, and then this movie. That, that's all the movies with Wanda and Vision in them. That's all I and said. That was, you should be able to put the rest together through context. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I told him, I was like, start with Age of Ultron, go to Civil War, go to Infinity War, and then go to Endgame. That's all the movies with these two characters in it. Yep. Um, but talking about uh, Agatha with the addressing the camera stuff going on here, the ones with Wanda especially, where when she started when she started admitting that she doesn't know why things are going are going wrong, uh, then suddenly we hear somebody from behind the camera go, maybe that's because it's what you deserve. 
And then I was like, who the hell was that? And and even Wanda was like, you, you're, you're not supposed to talk. <laughs> but then during Agatha all along... She we, was looking at them like, you're fired. <laughs> no, that wasn't that. And, you know, during the Agatha all along thing, we saw like the camera, like a camera pull back, so we saw like the camera crew. But there behind like one of those uh, lighting umbrella things... Was was Agatha sitting in like a director's chair? <sighs> because after all, she's the one directing everything that's going on in Wanda's sitcom life. We still don't know why. What did she do with the children? Uh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing killed them. Well, I was I was I was reading stuff on Agatha on um. Wikipedia. She actually was involved with the making of uh, Speed and Wiccan. And I do remember that from Matt Pat's uh, yeah. video. Um, but and then but after Agatha was killed, um, she was kind of like like things were still being kind of like manipulated, and um, because of. You, the the, ch- the kids being killed, and her and Scarlet Witch, you know, causing House of M to happen, where she said no more mutants. Um, uh, her memory had been partially wiped to where she had forgotten her kids. Mm. So I'm wondering, like, how much of that they are going to use in the story? Because it looks like they're already using like a little bit of that storyline yeah, in this. A bit. Um... Instead of being uh, no more mutants, it's going to be no more mutants. <laughs> it's going to be the complete <laughs> opposite. No, comma more mutants. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's we you know there's a, a lot we still don't know. We got two more episodes to go uh, on this ride. Um, How many more episodes? Two. Two. Yep. This is episode seven, so Ooh, we're getting there. Yep. Uh, and then there was the stinger. Uh, after the uh, graphic uh, credits with all the little uh, s- pixels and you know and everything, you know, s- showing mid credits scene. We got a mid credits stinger, and it's Monica like exploring around Agnes's house, and she finds like the storm cellar doors, rips it over, rips them open, and she sees the stuff growing on the walls, glowing purple, and. Then suddenly, Pietro's there. <laughs> Without the silver hair. Without the silver hair, he just goes, Snooper's gonna snoop as he's looking at her. And so it's just shock. He's still there. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if the last, the next two episodes are gonna be more like horror based. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, you know, at this point, it's like the, the, the show's gone off the rails. Like, the show within the show, as it were, has gone off the rails. Because, again, one of the things that I read about Multiverse of Madness, it's going to be the first horror film set in the MCU. So, if they... I mean, they've been dropping lots of little horror things. Just, like, the little, like, ooh, that's creepy stuff. Like, in the first episode with uh, the guy choking to death and his wife just constantly repeating, Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! And then, uh... Vision? Help him? Yeah. Uh... Oh. I wonder why they lingered on that one character out in the, uh... The circus for a little bit longer than it should. The, was it the super strength guy? 
No. Well, I mean, he was part of the scene. The strong man? <laughs> yeah. He was part of the dialogue and everything. Which, which character? Uh, I think the the girl that was dressed in all red. Oh, yeah. As a reference to, I think, not Starker, what the hell's her name? Um, Angelica Jones? I don't, name doesn't ring a bell. Does she have a hero name? That's what I was looking for. I think she was part of the original Spider-Man and his super friends. Oh, her. What was her superhero name? Firestar. Firestar, that's it. That's what I was oh, like. Oh, yeah, Firestar. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, now the new yeah, that's kind of, but that reference. could just be an Easter egg rather than a, uh, rather true. than an, that's actually her. There's unless, uh, yeah, unless all the people that have been absorbed by the Hex are also getting are also going to be getting so powers does, because so does, of this. So does this mean that in the, the next Spider-Man film, he's got a team of Iceman and Firestar? <laughs> <laughs> Please get a spin-off movie. With Charlie, with Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock as his, as his lawyer. Yes, he's going to need a lawyer. And Charlie Cox has it in his contract that he has to be in at least one of the movies. And, you know, while we're talking Marvel stuff... The rights to uh, Jessica, Jessica Jones and, and and Punisher have returned to Marvel Studios. See, I was confused by that because I I, I was like, wait a minute. So these the the, the, Netflix. the Netflix Marvel stuff was supposed to be set in the MCU with references to the movies, right? But it's like Netflix was just like those are ours. We're making them. Uh, with your permission, but you know we retain the rights to to those characters and shows for our purposes. I guess is how I don't I didn't uh, don't understand the full scope of it because I, I was always but confused. this basically means that now Marvel can be like so yeah we're gonna make put this on Disney Plus now because I know that um, in Infinity War the Russos wanted to put the Defenders mm. in the New York scenes. I wanted to see see just like in the background that sort of them going running around and uh, fighting off uh, helping fight off Thanos's forces, and I also wanted to see you know uh, John Berthold's uh, Punisher just marching through with a with a with his assault rifle, just doing his little Punisher scream, <laughs> like the Rambo scream, almost, yeah. but with less slur. Yeah, <laughs> one batch, two batch, penny and dime, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Um, I do have a question. Oh, Peanut Gallery has a question. If she's controlling Wanda this whole time, what is her name? Well, we don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if she... I'm, I'm, he, probably because she could be siphoning off of her, but I'm wondering if whether it also has she to do with the kids. Like, notions, so that's why I'm like, trying to figure out why is this so important to do this. Yeah, so, yeah, the question, why is she doing this, why is it so important, it could come back to what I suggested in the intro, that she is trying to understand how Wanda brought Vision back to life. Like I said, I think Agatha is just using the Hex the same way that Wanda sort of was. That the Hex was put there, Agatha maybe became aware of it, and thus slipped inside to try to make use of it herself. Or somebody else, she's working with whoever set up the Hex, so and uh, both both Agatha and whomever are using the hex to make Wanda do what they sort make sort of make Wanda do what they want, but so they can try to understand what, what how Wanda does some of the things that she does. 
But uh, I'm out of theories now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but this was another. This was another good. Epi- another good episode. We get. We got some answers, but we're still left with just as many questions. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, next week. Hopefully, you know, schedules depending, at least with regards to Chris. Uh, we may have the whole clan together again. Uh, Zeke, at the very least, will be back next week. But uh, that about wraps it, wraps it up for this, uh, this edition of the Binge Cast. Unless anyone else has some final thoughts or questions they want to... I want to know how there. everybody feels about the show so far. I do, I do like it. I, I dig it. I want them to do... To do more of these like experimental experimental things, but also, yeah, because with a, a with a TV show like this, they can stretch out the story and let the characters develop more than they can in a two hour movie. Yeah, especially a team up movie or mm-hmm. an ensemble movie. Like or... an ensemble movie like the Avengers, it's like they with the Avengers movies especially. They expect you to already know going in who these people are. Well, you've got the. Um... Wanda and, and Pietro were two characters that were just Oop, there. You go. Oh, don't go. Don't get too attached to Pietro. He's gone. Well, they they and did sort of subvert them. that a little bit because we were expecting both of them to make it through, and then suddenly Pietro gets gunned oh, down. And sure enough, we didn't see that coming. <laughs> anything about Wanda is through the movies and small bits and pieces because mm-hmm. she never had her own movie to begin with. Yeah. Well, and with everything going on with Wanda. You, there's too much going on there uh, to really to try to condense it down to a two-hour movie. Yeah, you kind of need a longer a longer running thing like this to to build that out. Yeah, I feel like this was the best idea to do for Wanda mm-hmm. was to essentially literally give her her own show. Yeah, and similarly with Loki because Loki in the in the comics way more. Com- complex than just standard, you know, Thor's evil slash mischievous uh, brother from another mother. Brother from another parent. <laughs> brother from another mo- mo- mother and father. <laughs> um, Bro- brother from a- another planet entirely. Yeah, well, yes. Um, but, so, you know, ba- and based on the trailers I've seen of Loki, it's, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to get with all that. And then we've got... Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier going on there too, and I'm wonder, wondering if we're going to maybe get flashback sequences showing some of the other stuff the Winter Soldier did while he was still under Hydra's control. I mean, I think they said that um, he did. They say he was responsible for the for President Kennedy's assassination because he they was said, responsible for a lot of things, but I think JFK may have been one of them. Hmm. Um, part of me does think that well. I don't know with Winter with Falcon and Winter Soldier. We could see more stuff with like Hydra splinter groups or whatever still operating out there. Part it may depend on how much it ties into Black Widow. Yeah, I can see I can see uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier definitely tying into Black Widow somehow because I know the that sp- the whole spy thing. Well, because I know that. Uh, Winter Soldier and Black Widow alone have their own history together. Mm-hmm. Um, like the story that she was telling Steve Rogers was when she was trying to protect the guy, and uh, Winter Soldier was there. And then he tried, sh- and you know when he shot the guy, he 
shot him through through uh, Black Widow. And that's why she was just like, yeah, bye-bye bikinis. Because she had still all the scars for it. Yeah. yeah from it. Um, yeah. No, um, bikinis. If it weren't for the fact that uh, Black Widow appears to be set... Uh, Post Budapest, I really no. It's set. It's set be- after uh, Civil War. Yeah. So, like so we're after. never. So we're. So I was kind of hoping when the Black Widow movie was first announced that we would get like pre Avengers Black Widow, no, and maybe and maybe Budapest. see her and Hawkeye, <laughs> her and Hawkeye uh, in Budapest. <laughs> Find out what exactly happened there. Because it's know, a magical place. No, that's t- that's Tahiti. It's a magical place. <laughs> Budapest is just, you know, you and I remember Budapest very differently. We got a little nod to that there, in the uh, last so, episode with uh, Pietro giving, like, the little flashback to Sokovia, and she's like, you and I remember our childhoods very differently. He's like, you probably suppressed a lot of the it's trauma. Fun, it's <laughs> funny, because uh, Jeremy Renner... It's also not his own memory. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Renner is actually a really good singer, uh, <laughs> and he actually joined Steel Panther on stage one night, and someone in the comment section, because it's somebody recording it off their cell phone... And someone in the comments was like, imagine if this is what actually happened in Budapest and that's the reason why they said they remember it completely differently. <laughs> she was off she was off killing killing people over maybe trying to go do a, do a concert. He was like, Oh hell yeah. yeah. Or, or it's like he escaped from whoever was chasing him and it's just like they can't operate in it. they can't operate publicly. Well, yo, what's up, Budapest? This is not Triple X. <laughs> exactly. The freaking spy from Triple X who went into the Rammstein concert. <laughs> the Rammstein concert. Wearing a tux. And the second the camera panned around, I was like, you were in the wrong spot. You are sticking out like a sore thumb right now. Which is exactly how the sniper spotted him. Because it's just sort of like, yep. He's like, yep, that guy definitely don't fit here. Pew. Yep. Well, what about Ace Ventura at the uh, Cannibal Corpse concert? Well, I mean, Jim Carrey's a fan, so. <laughs> uh, now we're just rambling, so we should probably wrap this up. Wrap it up before we ramble, cast. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we'll pro- we'll be doing a proper rap cast probably after the last episode, or during after you know for the last episode's uh, uh, compl- full wrap and everything. But so that'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, so for Chris and Sam and the Peanut Gallery. I'm Jay, and we will see you next week. For the children. For the children. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death BingeCast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel, and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.